So, <laughs> last week we didn't get cancelled. I, I, for sure this week we're getting cancelled. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so, um, welcome back this week to, to Slade with Flowers. I don't, I don't even know what to start with this first block, so um, we'll just dig in. Um, for those of you who uh, know, there's, uh, there, there's a trend going on right now in terms of um, individuals who call themselves relationship gurus. Uh, these are individuals who um, pretty much um, go on about how wonderful they are and how women should essentially be looking for the perfect man, which in some ways end up just dumping on other men. So we're talking specifically about um, an individual by the name of Derek Jackson. Um, and if you look at the way that he spells his last name, um, J-A-X-N, you can tell that there is a high douche factor that starts right there. Um, so to, to just essentially cap it off, this individual um, essentially came out um, with his wife on camera who looked like she was uh, being held hostage. Um, I, I was waiting for a proof of life, actually. And um, essentially started talking in third person, which is, I mean, Narcissist 101, if you ask me. Um, so we wanted to dig in a bit in terms of this situation because, I mean, uh, in, in our group that we have our pre-production meetings, we couldn't stop talking about it. So um, going to start off with you, Shalise. All right. In terms of let, outside of Derek Jackson, you could talk about Derek Jackson. Do you or any of your friends follow these relationship gurus and, you know, where do you think or, or are, do you think that those particular relationship gurus are helpful or detrimental? And I'm going to use specifically to black women. Um, but where do you stand on that? Yeah, no, um, I myself don't subscribe to that. Um, I don't have any friends who subscribe to them. And uh, it's a slippery slope because it's like they're offering so-called help. Mm -hmm. to women. And I'm just weary right off the bat of any man or woman for that matter that's, you know, offering so-called help and it's all very one-sided. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like, mm, no. First of all, how you know so much? Like, what are you doing? Like, right off the bat, I'm like, hmm, okay. All right. So, no, I, I'm not about it. And, you know, like Steve Harvey, for example, with that book he wrote, um, Think Like a, I think it was Think Like a Man. Think, yeah, yeah, Something yeah. like that. And then a movie came out. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's more detrimental, right? Like women are now, I'm going to use women because that's what I am, but women are trying to follow these so-called rules mm. that they're putting out, thinking like, all right, this is going to help catch me a man. So I'm going to get married. This. Yes. Yeah. And it's bullshit. Mm. Can I swear? Yes, you absolutely can. <laughs> all right. We've marked this as explicit on all of our podcasts. So. Right. It's, it's bullshit because... No two relationships are the same. There, no two paths are the same. So offering this piece of advice, like, you know, you get into a relationship, you should wait three months before you guys decide to right. do the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell is that? No. You go with the vibe. Whatever is right for you is right for you. I just think it's more of a, a detriment, mm. um, you know, particularly for black women, right? There's a lot of them saying, you know, you have to look a certain way. I won't even bring in Kevin Samuels right now into this, but um, <laughs> we'll save that for another show. <laughs> um, you know, you should look a certain way and this, that, and the other. And 
no, be yourself. Like, why mm. do you have to look a certain way in order to catch a man? Yes, we know men are, they, they are attracted by physical things where they like to see what you look like mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. But it just brings me to a whole, and we'll probably get into this later, the whole situation with his wife and just how she looked and that whole topic. And I'll save that for a little bit later. So, but So who's, it, who's, who's listening to him? Like, because he's got a lot, like... Thinking hundreds of thousands of followers, like yeah, when I like who's so who's his audience? Um, yeah, I'll I would weigh s- in a bit of it. Yeah, um, we I think we have I, I completely co-sign everything you're saying, Shalise. We have to pay homage to the fact that Steve Harvey's probably a lot to blame for this, because yeah. yes, we laugh now mm-hmm. at think like a man, act like a lady. I, I bought the book, I read the book. What at that time yeah. in my life. <laughs> I wanted to know what he was saying. Okay. It actually made sense. The provide, like the three P's, some of it made sense. What are the at three the P's? T- provide, protect, and proclaim, like possess. Like he said, if a man was really into you, yeah. he would protect, he, he'd want to announce to the world mm, okay. that he'd want to claim you. Like okay. you're not just his friend, you're his, his girl, he, he titles you. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And if he's not able to provide for you, then he's not, he's always going to have his mind on other things like building himself. Like he gave yeah. a, a whole bunch of things, but let's be honest, I was probably 30 I'm tr- I'm looking at a different light, like life at a different lens at that point. I'm okay. looking at why mm-hmm. am I 30 and I'm not with somebody. Yeah. At 47, I know exactly why. Yeah. <laughs> and I know so that, that I wouldn't buy his book now. You, but 30-year-old so me. You still don't want those things? Yeah, because that doesn't sound bananas to me. I think um, it's not about the desires. He's yeah. he know We know what we want. It's how he explains why we're not getting it. Mm. I think that that's the crux of it. We're going externally okay. to find yeah. the answers yeah. instead of looking to, you know, looking at why am I picking people like that? That's yeah. it. Why am I not looking at, what I, do I attract narcissists, for example? Yeah. Things like that. And so he started it, but if, if we look at ourselves collectively, like for me in my journey, mental health, I put too much money into my mental health to listen to advice from somebody who doesn't have appropriate letters and initials next to their name. Mm. <laughs> so if we're validating him, it's because it's he's, fill, he's filling a gap, right? He's giving an answer that people are looking to hear. So it's yeah. like confirmation bias. He's like yes. the huckster and it's yes. like, this is what I'm looking for. So he's just right. serving it up. But, it, yeah. but to, who's seeking him out though mm. is people that are looking, it's That's women it. who are, you know, not, they're dissatisfied. They're, yes. not, they're not they're happy, not happy because they were sold right. a bag of goods and they're, they've done everything yep. they thought they were supposed to do. And, and that's what I feel uncomfortable about. Like yeah. I really like he's, he, he's, He's tricking vulnerable women. It That's seems it. like, like, right. like I think he's targeting like, and I'm not like he's targeting like some single mothers, and he's targeting you know Maybe ladies who beat in uggs, women uh, exactly, right. and yeah. that just like that makes it you know not capitalizing you know, everything it around right. it. Like you can tell the guy's been doing this for a long oh, time. Yeah. He's an obvious you know he's pulling a fast one on everybody. Like. But there, like, I just, there's got to be women who are still, like, still going to listen to him. And it's just. Yeah. And I think there's this element to where you're not creating a situation where 
you're providing a space for a woman to take shared accountability in terms of what she has to then do, mm-hmm. right? It's like the man is crap, you're valuable, you're special, go find that man that you deserve. Yeah. And then it ends up they're looking for a unicorn. Yeah. Right? That's and it. then they're like, well, I value myself, so I deserve the best. And it's like, well, what are you doing to work yeah. on yourself to be able to get that, right? It's too one-sided. So, right. It's too weighed heavily on but that side. unpopular opinion, isn't that what church told us to? Go to church. Mm, don't Go to church. Be a good girl. Keep your legs closed. You'll have a husband. Mm. And I have funny, relatives who are unmarried to this yeah. day, did everything as they were supposed to. Mm. So... It, it, like again, it comes so down to who we ethos. put value, right? Exactly. We gave pastors value into telling us if we were valuable mm-hmm. or now. So it's not we gave Steve Harvey a comedian. Yeah, uh, you know <laughs> exactly. we validated How, him and said, "Yes, you're right, Steve." Three wives in, and we gave him the money and we validated him because you know it started with those letters, yeah. writing him like Dear Abby. Yeah, that mm. wasn't you know that didn't make him a therapist. Yeah, that didn't make him qualified to to say anything. But yeah. if he wrote something and people are going to want to buy it, how is he different than the pastor that you no know difference. is trying to influence as well? Mm-hmm. So Khadija, you you reached out to me the other day with a with a question because you were perplexed um, by the fact that there are actually women out there who said that they preferred to be a side piece <laughs> or they feel that it's actually more beneficial to be a side piece than, than have their own man. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want to ask you with that being said, and I don't have that. Well, I have the answer for you, which you didn't prove up, but anyway, um, you can that, say your answer. N- no. It, Cause I, my approval doesn't matter. Uh, and, and it helps to restate it. No, not not in this not as public forum. So, mm. um, <laughs> doesn't want to get canceled. I'm going to dig into that. Oh, I will get canceled. Oh. If that was the case. Um, so, what would you account to why? Because I mean, conventional wisdom would dictate that this guy's come out now and has exposed himself for the fraud that he is. Why do you think that there is now a hockey stick and his popular popularity has actually risen? He's selling more books. People are subscribing more to him. For, like, wh- what is that? For the same reason that a guy in his mugshot with really pretty eyes got a huge following while in his prison mugshot. It wasn't even like jail, you know, for a drunken disorderly. Dude was in like penitentiary gear. Remember that guy with the... Oh, I, re- yeah. I remember. Like, he got a modern <laughs> contract. So, Jeremy something. But... The fact that you even know his name. But, <laughs> but though, I think that was more on the looks thing. And we can go on a whole couple but, different... But it's the Chris same type of thing with like Derek, Jack- Derek Jackson. So you think it's the looks even... So even, even bo- though... Even before he was... You know, people weren't even listening to what he was saying. They were more captivated by... The man is like six foot something. He is built solid. He's mm. a sexy man. And he purposely wears tight shirts to Mm. accentuate his body and things like that. So right off rip, people were attracted to him for that reason. So he was getting followers based on that. And then again, a guy that's all dreamy saying all these things you want to hear. It's like, oh yeah. Right. Yeah. And now you've got Steve Harvey with a better package. (laughs) No, but it's true because dude was never attractive, right? Right. So. Because I will tell you, I did not know of this individual 
until this, this this thing blew up. No, I didn't. I, I, I knew didn't. About no, you introduced me to Derek Jackson. Actually. No, yes, you did. You no, sent me a video. No, you sent me a video. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm telling you. You sent me a video right, at least right. a year no, ago. So, so I knew about him, but I always like I saw the videos. I saw him sitting in the car. Yeah. I saw him, you know, doing his thing. You know, talking to talking to ladies about you know how bad men are basically, and it just seemed like I don't know, like the spidey senses were tingling like this is mm-hmm. something's wrong here about this guy like, but i don't know that he started that way and to, to in your defense you probably sent it in his early days because you you do, he wouldn't have come out swinging at the gate saying men are trash and women are we'd be suspicious I so see, he I had would, to I know the context i would have sent that to you to which context but anyway that's neither here nor see there. i didn't i oh didn't God. i didn't so think crazy. that like i didn't so Shalise brings up a good point that I didn't even think of about how good looking he is. That's how he got it. I thought he got his followers by telling women what they want to hear. This is why we, this is why men are bad. This is, you know, not your somebody said, I don't know who, but not your fault that your relationships don't go. Like, that's how I thought he got his followers, just by literally telling people. Like, it's, you know, because the oldest same, trick in the book. If that same message was coming from a guy that was not attractive. Flavor Flay. He mm. would not, exactly. He would not have had that mm. same following, that Good same point. reaction. No. Good so point. women are kind of saying, Good okay, point. well, I'm listening to him. That's the type of man I want. And yeah. that's what he's saying. Yep. So oh, yes. that, they're then manifesting yep. that. Oh, That's there's projection happening. Uh, there's definitely okay. projection sure. happening. Well, I mean, we, we see that, you know, with, with Chris Brown. Like, what happened yeah. oh, with yeah. Chris Brown? Like, I, I could not believe after the Rihanna incident the amount of comments saying, well, he could beat me anytime That's, if he can. That's it. If he has sex with me. And yeah. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Literally. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, to that point, I was on. On Clubhouse, because I was, I had to do research. I had to do research for this because oh, yeah. that was the only forum to where I can do research. And conversations were happening to where people were literally coming on and saying, "Oh well, read, listen to this email that I got from somebody. Listen to this text message that I got from somebody that in university um, he used to not only cheat on his girlfriend but he used to beat girls." Jay, um, you know what I would ask you is then. You know, in the in the court of public opinion, like mm-hmm. where do we draw the line to where it's like, okay, like, you know, he's he's a cheater, right? But now we're getting to this pylon thing to where we don't have substantiated evidence and people are starting to swirl rumors in terms of him being a a, a, a abuser of women. Okay. Like like what are you what's your thoughts on that in terms of, you know, where that line of demarcation should stand? Because now he's being excoriated okay. at that point. Okay, so I'm going to go on a tangent here. So you just said abusers of women. So I'm, I'm going to go on, just hear me out for a minute. This so back, in the, back in the 70s, maybe the 80s, the U.S. federal government took a guy named Larry Flint to jail. So uh, took, took him to court, excuse mm-hmm. me. So Larry Flint is the owner, <laughs> public uh, publisher of Hustler Pornography Magazine, or Porno Magazine, whatever. So... In the in the trial, there was a very famous line that was said by the judge. The judge says, so Larry Flint and his lawyers were trying to figure out, you know, how to get him off. And they said, judge, you know, you can't convict him because there's, you know, pornography is very nebulous. It's not really defined. Mm-hmm. So what is pornography? And the judge said a very famous line. The judge said, um, I can't define pornography. What pornography is, but, but I, know I know it when, when I, I see it. it. Yes. 
Now you just said, <laughs> you just said like, you know, how do we know that he's an abuser? I, I can't, I, I don't know the type of abuse that he did to his wife. But I know it when I see it. Something is off. Like, mm. I just, I look at the, I forget, I forget what her name is, but I look at her sitting there. I look at him holding her right. hand. It just, like, everything seems off about that relationship. So I think it's when the wife came into the picture, I said, no more, like, I said, me, no more, like, something's wrong. No more. And, like, I've got no proof. I've got no nothing. I can't right. define the abuse. But I feel deep down in my heart that it's there. So, uh, he is one hundred percent an abuser. And and again, it's we're not just and I mean talking about physical, abuse, like, right? Exactly. Yeah, 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 we're yeah, not yeah. just talking I, about physical abuse, but mental. he is a textbook narcissist. Yeah, he's a narcissist. Yes, Even the yes. way they were sitting together, you, it was so uneasy. It was yes. so hard to watch her sitting there, and the way he just like commanded. Like, the lady was holding her hand and even placing mm. his hand on top of their hand like this to say, like, I'm in control. Mm. Like, it was hard to watch that. Well, and, and to Khadija's point about religion and the church, oh. uh, it seemed that when oh. she had her follow-on, you know, she was yeah. talking about, what, the helmet of salvation in terms yeah. of her bonnet. Like, you know, then you wonder if... Uh, I, I took two schools of this. I was like, well, is it religion that's kind of immobilizing her? Or is it just a ruse to where they got together and said, hey, you know what? We're going to make some money and we're going to create the circus. It might have actually happened. You know, like Jay-Z and Beyonce created, you know, they used their personal situation to make money off of it. Yeah, I did say it. Um, So So what I think, I think it's actually him using the shield of Christianity. So he's he's telling his wife, you can tell this sister believes in the Lord so much. Mm. I feel that he's telling like, okay, the Lord says you shall forgive. I was, you know, I had weakness. The devil was coming at me. Now I have the Lord. Like, I just feel that he is using God as as a shield almost. And, and this textbook thing that people do when they get in trouble, use, you know, the devil was coming at me. I couldn't resist, but now I found Jesus again, blah, blah, blah. Like, and I just, you know, I hate it, but it's the, it's playbook 101 but it also, i mean it goes back to the church too and um you know even she said in the church they tell you as a woman you know this is your role this is your duties and it's almost like it's your fault if your man cheats on you uh, but isn't that what mormons were teaching yes. too? i mean okay granted everything i know about mormons and you know Church of Latter-day Saints is because of big love. And I'm I'm fine. I'm fine with that because I thought it was compelling and it seemed realistic until it was really all the three houses. But but it's control. It's control with religion and acceptance, right? So see, okay, so we weren't so we weren't gonna go there, but I want to go on a slight tangent. We are probably gonna run over now. Yeah. (laughs) Polyamory. Mm -hmm. Mm within the black community mm-hmm. <clears throat> is really taking off with the younger generation, younger than us. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys have noticed that. Um, when I'm doing my research on Clubhouse, um, <laughs> there seems to be a lot of groups just in the feed, and I don't know why um, in, in my feed, but when I click into the group for research, podcast research, there seems to be where women are saying, I'm okay with him taking care of me and I'm okay with him having multiple wives. 
And it's it's almost as if they feel like this is their entrepreneurial venture. Like this is them kind of, I'm a high value woman, but you know, he can go and have another, uh, another wife and I can take care of my business and as long as he pays the bills. Like it seemed that it's more accepting, not within our generation, mm-hmm. but the younger generation. And I wonder if, you know, the whole conversation about being a side piece, if it's like, well, yeah. from, a, from a financial standpoint, yep. they're just looking at it as another LLC, well, like this dude, right? It's part team settling and it's part of, because like, I I've looked further on that same post that I was telling you about. And one woman was quoting, you know, it's four to women to one man, right? Like that's supposed to justify it all. So if you are buying into already the narrative that there are fewer men out there and you have scarce supply, then maybe part of the polyamory movement is you finding a way to live with the situation you think you're dealt with and that you're going to have to settle Either as a wife settling for someone cheating with your man or as the side person settling to be somebody's occasional. Like, as side- a man, would you like that? Um, <laughs> this is <laughs> the, I'll, here's I'll, the I'll, I'll answer first. I don't. Okay, go ahead. I don't like that. Like straight up. I don't like, I don't know. Maybe it's just like I'm old and not in the new generation, whatever, but I don't. I don't want four wives. Like I can barely deal with one. Like it's like I think yeah. people get caught up on the whole glamorization of having multiple women. Right? They're looking at it like through, um, you know, social media. Like, oh, I got this woman and this woman, and it's yeah. But like, it goes back to like, you know, even like Muslim Muslims, for example, they have multiple wives, but you have to be able to provide for each of those wives equally. Yes. Like there's rules yeah. and, and things that go along with yeah, it. It's yeah. not just a big old I don't want to sound like Derek Jackson, like I'm holier than now, but yeah. I don't know, man. So that just doesn't, uh, that doesn't, and then, okay, if you have four wives, can she have four men? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's the thing. I'm always, I'm always for, please let her have four men. Like, um, I'm way too greedy. See, I'm way too, like, See, I, I, that I'm would greedy, never, yeah. ever See, work the thing for about me it, if these my women- girl had, I, it doesn't work for me. I couldn't. But we've created, well, not we. Kevin Samuels has now created this culture of high value men to where they're saying, well, I'm a high value man. So I'm making six figures or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I can be able to take care of all of these individuals. Is that what he says? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Okay. Um, and I, I really think he, anybody who hates women to that extent does not actually like women as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. That's that's a that's a that's a bridge too far in terms of the way he goes into into women, but to your question, I think you reach a point where you realize with a person you're not going to have everything that you want in the person. So you have to then say, "Hey, I don't have this in a person, but this person has this. Is this more important to me mm. at this point?" Right? Yep. Or you can go that route, or you can say, "Hey, well." I don't have this in this person. And then you can maybe have an open relationship where you say, hey, you know, I'm yeah. going to go to concerts with this person yeah, or yeah. I'm going to do this with this person. Or you're in a relationship or in a marriage to where, you know, the sex is whatever, but you're good friends. <clears throat> you're so cool. You hang out and you want to be together and you want to spend that quality time, but it's not there. But you're like, well, do we want to spend time together? What's more important? So I think it's, I think now it's shifting. Personally, yeah. I think at the end of the day, it just comes down to 
what you want and value in a relationship and what you define as your relationship, right? Not what society says a marriage or a relationship should look like. As long as you're being open, yeah. honest, and having that communication, y'all can do whatever you want to do, mm. right? And I think that's the problem where he and his wife were at. Like, he was trying to do what he wanted to do. Again, not being open and honest about it, but then preaching against it. There's just so much mm. <laughs> in that situation. Yeah. So you're saying relationships is you consider relationships to be fluid now and the definition of relationships as long as two people say... It's whatever you and your partner mm. agree on. Right? I think too often with mm. many different things in life, people are only trying to live by society standards of what that should look like. Mm. But coming full circle now to this, though, do you think that social media and Instagram mm -hmm. then has created a construct of what a relationship should look like or of reinforce course. that and then people try to fall into that mode. Of course. That's why you see all the hashtag goals like Beyonce and Jay-Z. Oh, they're goals. Goals for who? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not like, just that. I think social media has made it very easy to be, you know, to have another partner. Like look oh, yeah. at Tinder, look at, uh, yeah. you know, the other ones, fucking Cupid and yeah. all the other ones. Look at even Instagram, just D like sliding into someone's DM. So yeah. I think it's made it a lot <clears throat> easier as well. Yeah. You mean online the dating? To it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah Which, online yeah. dating yeah. because it's you're not having to go out to like a club or to leave yeah. your house to it's actually access. Yeah, it's just, yeah. But I mean, let's be honest. There's I, I don't think we can even completely define it as one thing because. You can be on those dating sites, and there's couples on there too. Yep. So yeah. it's becoming its own thing. Well, and I'm, when and there's then, couples, I, I agree with Shalise. It's like they had communication. Yes. It's oh, not absolutely. like Derek Jackson for I, I think they said four years was cheating on yeah. homegirl for sure, four years. Yeah. Like, but I'm how sure. much too is the woman just agreeing to it because she wants to to keep her man and to keep him happy? Because mm. I think we see that too. Yeah, yeah. Like, for example, in those polyamory relationships, I look at how the women interplay with each other. If they're tight with each other, then maybe it is an actual three-way relationship. Yeah. Uh, I think eventually power dynamics. Uh, but I, 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 well, I, but I don't think we can speak to that. Yeah, that's, that's You true. know what I mean? Because she, a woman could be just as much exactly. into the woman as she is into the guy. It could even alternate. She could yeah. get along better with her mm. sometimes than him. And Good so I, I, and I, I'm saying that in a polyamory situation versus even like a sister wife situation where right, there right, is an right. established hierarchy. I'm assuming there's an established hierarchy. You're going in, yeah. you know, as the second wife mm -hmm. or whatever, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm, okay. I got one last question for everyone. Is Derek Jackson done or does he survive this? Or do you guys think he's done? I think he's going to go underground, but I think his popularity is going to spike, actually. Spike? So you say he's good? Yeah. I think he's done. I think he's done. I done? think he's done. Too many women are uncomfortable with her portrayal. I think she tanked him. I think that we, we're talking more about how she looked, how she appeared trapped, how she's spinning it, and I think that he can't change that narrative. Mm. Right. Like mm. we could, you know, so yeah. I think ultimately he's done because I think the brand, I don't think their brand recovers from that. Yeah. I, I don't know how people listen to him after that. Right. I know. Yeah. But funny enough, I have to say this last piece because, you know, as much as you want to say he's done, <clears throat> there were women 
that were attacking the wife, saying, well, look at what she's wearing, and I'm not surprised he cheated on her. Look, right. she came on camera with a bonnet on her head and looking all homely. Right. Okay, right. I, I know she was looking home, but, like, when you see the pictures, she's really pretty. Like, she's legit pretty but lady. the reason like, why that irked me so bad to see people attacking her was, like... Where is the account? Where is his accountability? Oh, right. Why is it that? Oh, well, she looked homely, or she had a bonnet on. So it's like, yeah, I'm, that I'm giving giving him a pass to cheat because I would cheat too if she looked like that. Right. But right, that's right. also the pick me that that is promoting that narrative as well. Like the whole title of pick me is when they're attacking her. It's like pick me instead mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I would have you know been there shining mm-hmm. on camera. I would have been so glamorous. You wouldn't have wanted to cheat. Mm, right I, and I, I can't wait. Also, her life was falling because she didn't seem like a she didn't seem like a a, a social media person, right? No. Yeah. And her life was falling apart. Like you got to cut her some slack, but I don't know. In the other, in like her Instagram pictures, I thought she was pretty. Like I thought she was really pretty, actually. Hmm. It just it just boggles my mind because it goes to again, and this could you could take this all the way back to like you know Jim Crow days and all of that stuff where it's like especially black women, we always have this weight and burden of we always have to look presentable. And while I don't disagree with that, Mm. it's important to look presentable, but we are always, we have to always take it to the next level. We have to look better than the next. We have to, there's all this weight on us um, to be better, Mm. right? And it's like, why are we okay with attacking each other for not looking a certain way? It's like we almost do not allow ourselves to have an off day to just be comfortable, to look messy because mm. it's like, Mm-mm, you can't go out like that girl. Like, what's wrong with you? I would put someone girl? on like, Instagram though because people don't go on it's Like, people only put up their best pictures and their best videos on it. Like, they yeah. don't put themselves in, like, yeah. not often do you put yourselves in bonnets and I think pajamas before, or whatever. I would think it was wearing. like that before Instagram. But yeah. I hear I, what you're saying. It, it's, it's magnified. It's just, yeah, I was going to say it's magnified. Yeah, heightened. for sure. All right. All right. <laughs> 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 Um, there's so, there's oh, yeah. so many branch off topics so from that. I, I think we might have to kill the block. See, we could we um, could do an entire hour on that. Literally. Um, all right. So, um, a year later, versus. Yeah. Um, now I'm going to state for the record, and this is where I'm going to moderate this: that I, in all of the versus battles, have watched one. Which one? Hang on. As much as I get pings of versus battles that are going on right now. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, no. Jill Scott, Erica Badu, yes. yeah. for me, yes. was everything. Yeah. I, I was just sitting there. I was ready to cry. That yeah. it was so amazing. Amazing, amazing. So I'm going to defer this to the floor in terms of versus. And, uh, you know, s- some people would say that I'm being on brand and contrarian to where I was actually watching Questo um, wreck a show, like when he was in the loft and when he was having his session going on in terms of music theory and talking, going deep into his his crate. So that for me was good. Other people was like, well, he was talking through the whole thing. I'm like, well, that's the point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, Khadija, I'm going to defer to you with this one. <laughs> so to date, what has been your most favorite or your most memorable versus? Okay. Favorite for how I felt is still Erica and Jill. Mm. It was the all-woman, black girl, magic power out. 
two hours. And Mm -hmm. the timing of that, particularly if you remember, it was, I think, pretty much the first versus post-George Floyd. We were... We yes. were in need of healing. Yes, yeah. yes. And You're so right. it was the two perfect people to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the first verses I fell in love with, though, was RZA versus DJ Premier. Premier. Mm. It was so good. I mean, because they were, it was, it wasn't a competition. Right, it was right, they right. were praising each other, and and despite the, the the digital issues and sound issues, they could have gone all night, and I wanted them to. The best mm. verses I don't want to end. Okay, Teddy and, and Baby, I, I I was like, put a fork in it. You guys can't figure this out. <laughs> I just saw the memes. That I, I can tell by the memes how bad they were. Go and Go ahead, I was gonna say, and for me, like. That's one of the reasons why this was also one of my favorites. Um, so I kind of have two. Obviously, I love the Jill Scott and Erica Badu. That goes yeah. without saying. But for me, the Beanie versus Bounty. That, considering they look at Jamaica as a third world country, mm. we were the first verses to have no technical issues. Yeah. You know, first verses to have both artists in the room uh, performing together. Yeah. So there were a lot of firsts. Um, for that, and it it was it was hype. It was like it was nonstop, and it was for it was to represent the islands. It was to represent mm, Jamaica. Right, like right, there was right. so many mm. things going on with that versus, but also because I love you know West Coast rap, the Too Short and E Forty. I'm sorry, I loved it. I oh. didn't even know you were into wow. West Coast rap. Wow. My favorite rapper is Tupac. Come on now, oh, well. you know this. You like <laughs> was, that more was, than the Snoop one. I love Snoop too. I love Snoop and I love DMX, but the Too Short and E40 is a vibe on his own, yes. like his vernacular and like that alone was just like what? Yeah. So yeah. so a, a couple things. So I so I thought the first one with no technical issues was actually Jill and Erica. And that so I'm not even an R&B guy and that's mm. my like I'm yeah. trust me, I'm a hip hop head, but that was my favorite cuz I thought they did like there were so many before them. Like, yeah. for me, versus is like before Jill and Erica and after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Like, for That's me, true. there were, that was technically, you know, perfect. Yeah. The stories that they told oh, were perfect. It was like just the vibe, just love in the air yeah. was perfect. So that's my favorite. Like, the, I liked Riza. And um, premiere, but it was just Rizza, get your shit together. It, it was just mm. like you got to do a sound check or what? Like it was just terrible. So favorite Jill versus Erica, and then for hip hop wise, Ghost versus Ray. I thought was, yeah, was that was fantastic yeah, like, because those guys like yeah. when you see them not at, not at the concerts now because they've really tightened up their concerts, but like a Ghost and Ray concert like ten ten years ago, whatever. It could just go off talking for 20, 25 minutes. And, like, you would just be standing there, like, you love to listen to them talk, but it's just too much. So just to keep them on mm. track like that and just play banger after yeah. banger after banger, that was my favorite hip-hop one overall, Jillian Erica. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, 100%. And, and one of the things that really um, made me angry or sad is leading up to Jill and Erica there was so much social media about who's best and who's best and this one's better and I was like 
time out. Like I said that to you, like, why are we doing this, right? Mm -hmm. Almost as if people needed that fuel for it. But I think that was the pattern yeah. up until that. Gotcha. that, that exactly. it, it stopped being a competition yeah. by that point because with when Primo and Riza, yeah. that was still a competition. Yes, if you were team 100%. Primo, people were scoring. Like, 100%. If you right. were, I was. Twitter, I was. They were like, oh, no, no, Primo wins scored. that round. Like, I yeah. 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 I was yeah, scoring until sure. I got fed up with Riz's technical <laughs> issues. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 100%. But you know what? why that is so frustrating and heartbreaking and amazing is we wanted it to work. Yeah. We could not yeah. give up on yeah. that versus. It was yeah. like, he's got to get this right. Yeah, I real. feel it. Yeah, he just couldn't get it right. Yeah. Yeah. So, Shalise, um, one that either disappointed you or or you weren't expecting that mm. that exceeded your expectations. Okay. Is there one? I, yeah, there's there, there's a couple. <laughs> um, disappointed me. And I would say the Luda and mm. uh, Nelly one. Mm -hmm. I didn't even watch it. That disappointed me. <laughs> you watched all of them. No, I, there were certain ones. That was so going to be a hard one. you just send them to me and then you just check out. It's a, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> that disappointed me. Um, there was a lot of technical issues. And I know there was weather. I guess there was a storm happening. Mm. Um, so that played a part too. But it was just off. And I think that disappointed me. Also, and I don't know why I was disappointed with this one, but the French Montana and uh, Tory Lanez one was horrible. Mm. Horrible. And I don't know why I was disappointed. It was to be expected. <laughs> but I was just going to say, by <laughs> default, yeah. who really wants to hear a beluga whale? Um, anyway. Um, Stop this. Stop it. <laughs> it's everyone loves Marineland. But Marineland's quickly, open. the mm -hmm. one that actually surprised me was um, T-Pain and Lil Jon. Mm. It surprised me because, I mean, I thought it was going to be okay, but it was way better than I thought it was going to be. Because mm. I forgot, like, how many hits that Lil Jon had in that era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was hype. Like, it was hype. Have You you guys have heard T-Pain sing without autotune, right? He can sing. He's fantastic. He can sing. <laughs> and he was singing. I, 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 I haven't heard yeah. it, but yeah. I, I would no, believe he's, he could. No, he's he honestly, sing. like, he can yeah. sing. Like, he can sing. There's a lot of He tools. strikes me as he probably sounds like Jazzy Faye. Like, remember, um... Something for the people. He hit like the. No. My love is the shit. Oh yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Whenever I think of him without auto tune, uh, I'm thinking of that, like that producer yeah. and that sing the the male singer in that. Yeah. That's what I yeah. visualize with him. And then auto tune yeah. came. Biggest yeah. disappointment, I think, was the jagged edge versus whoever for me. One twelve. Yeah. Versus whoever. I don't even <laughs> remember. That anyway. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that was disappointing. Like it was. It was. Below underwhelming, like yeah. I couldn't finish it. Yeah. But the one that surprised me was the Patty Lavelle mm. and Gladys, because really? mm. I was surprised how much I loved it. It was the stuff I grew up on, mm. yeah. and was and there that was the stories. Yeah. Certain verses is just about the yeah, jam, yeah, anecdotal, yeah. Yeah. and certain like, but who cares what Ashanti's. Thinking, but there were certain hey, ones. Oh, hey, oh. Well, well, I'm saying I in terms of you does. want her stories. <laughs> you want her stories oh, in the sure. verses. Uh, yeah. She got stories in the verses. I, I'm okay with her reading oh. stories to me. I know. Please stop him. Patty Labelle and Gladys Knight talking, and then when Dion Warwick came out, like yeah, that, that was it that was, was like, great. Whose Twitter, by the way, is fire. If you're not following oh, her, love. please follow Dionne Morris yeah. on Twitter. And she just recently got Twitter, and she was like, listen, it is me. Because we were like, no, somebody must be tweeting for you. Like, <laughs> She's like, no, this is me. <laughs> I'm throwing these shots. Okay? Yeah. So, Jay, for you, mm -hmm. um, you know, what? any that kind of 
disappointed you other than the RZA one or, you know, exceeded your expectations? Exceeded my expectations was Beanie vs. Bounty mm. because um, leading up to it, like, people knew, oh, this can be a disaster real quick with, like, because, mm-hmm. you know, you listen to some of their sound clashes, it gets, you know, it gets <laughs> intense, right? Yeah. yeah. So that that could have, and, you know, it was all good. So probably yeah. exceeded that one. Um you know, disappointed, uh, just there is a primo just because of the issues. Mm. And, you know, shout out to Timberland and uh, Swizz because they've really, you know, it, it keeps on going up and yeah, uh, they've yeah, yeah. really upping the game from where it started. But disappointment was just all the RZA just couldn't, yeah, couldn't pull it together. And that was like, I would love for them to do maybe next year a part two, like, yes. You yeah. know, part two. I would love for them to revisit it in a month, like yeah, I, yeah. or next, yeah. you know, like yeah. the next lockdown, yeah. because yeah. now they know better, right? Yeah. Like I'm sure Riza would would love to, yeah, to. But then it comes down to they can't use anything they used before, and and they mm-hmm. have the libraries deep enough that they could, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I think that's why those two stood out. There was so much hip hop yeah. covered. When you have two artists, of, you're usually just getting their music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. with those two, you were getting like yeah. Mob Deep. You were getting yeah, all, all the bangers. Yeah. It was, it yeah. was. I called that night a love letter to hip hop because mm. it really was. Mm. Like, and that's why it's frustrating that he had, yeah, um, those, those difficulties. Yeah. One more thing, I just. And, you know, I just thought of it when I said, you know, just with the sound clashes, but the amount of issues that could have happened with the Gucci Jeezy. Yes. Like, because yes. that <laughs> yes. was like, people was got murdered. Like, literally. that wasn't, yeah. that wasn't a fake hip hop beef. Mm-hmm. People died. Life. Yeah. So, and, you know, I think Gucci might have tried to have bring in you know, a little bit of, you know, those kind of vibes. And Jeezy was like... He was on his nope, grown man. He nope, was like, Mm-mm. Nope, yeah, yeah, not yeah. happening. So that just sprung into my head because that was that yeah. was a real beef. That wasn't hip-hop but beef. That was a real beef. Yeah. Brandy and Monica looked like it could have gone left a couple of times, too. <laughs> I even forgot about that one. Yeah. Yeah. The memes we, are awesome in that one. But, oh you know, because there were yeah. certain comments made and we're like, is Monica throwing shade? Like <laughs> Monica, is, that's why they call her Gunica. Like, oh, that's what she does. Yes. I didn't even know that. That's, yes. Monica's ready to she's at all, any given moment. She's like, got a Glock 9 in her. Listen. She stays ready. Monica is a really? goon. I didn't even know that. Interesting. So yeah. are, is the next one EWF and... The Isleys, right? Isleys. Yeah. Ugh, I can't on. wait. Ugh. It's going to be good. I, I know, I, but I, I look, respect Earth, Wind, and Fire, but... Listen, Isleys, I got Isleys on that for sure. Oh, winning? Yeah. Yes, because they because they have the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. No, because it's the Isley Brothers. No, because they have all... Come on, what I, new did the Earth, Wind & Fire do I since understand. Let's Group? Yes, so, no, they have the 70s I mean, even if you didn't bit include the, the Isley's newer stuff, I still think they could take Earth, Wind & Fire if you I just kept them I think if it stopped in. at 83 or 85, I think they, they were neck and neck. Mm. I think they, they would give a fight. I, I do. I, but I think... After, definitely. The Isleys mm. had a really good later 80s and 90s. Like yeah, him, like him, him and Angela time. Wimbush and, yes. and the stuff they were producing. Ooh. And mm. like if they just even went to the stuff they wrote for other people, mm. I think yeah. that you see. So yeah. like yeah. Maurice White, the, if he had, hadn't split with Earth, Wind and Fire, this could have been an entirely different discussion. The Isleys were also brought into newer cult, like 
Yeah, there's a lot of issues with Kells. I, don't, I don't, get don't, it, don't, uh, but he he brought them into the newer generation. Yeah, he, he did. did man. Float on was before, he wasn't did. it? Float on was yeah, that was before the R. Kelly and right. Ron so stuff. I don't. He didn't touch R. Like he didn't produce Float on. Who the R- remix uh, R. Kelly? Yeah, but he did like. Uh, no, the, they're like, talking about the trap in the closet and down low when they remix. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, yeah. from that album. But, but I'm saying they were they were still doing well they before doing, R. Yeah, Kelly. Before Kelly, yeah, because were. that remix was you. Puff Dad was with Puff Daddy mm. and Bad Boy. Yeah. I loved that music. I agree with but you. Yeah, but I see what you're saying. R. Kelly like, did introduce them to a whole oh, different yeah. a whole generation. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Biggs. Yes. 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 Mr. Biggs. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Should probably put R. Kelly as a topic too, but no, no. I'm not showing up. No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, um, right along. So, ah, uh, this is a good question. Yeah, so I'll I'll start with you in terms of you know this this one I I I don't know like I just so, thought of so many yeah, combinations. Yeah. So just so yeah. I've got two. So I've got so an just R&B to one and I've yeah. So so to reset. Yeah. yeah. The next topic of discussion is you know what would be the dream versus dead or alive. Yep. Rematch or match that we would want to see. Mm-hmm. So, go. so I got to, I split mine into two. I split mine one R and B, one hip hop. So the R and B one Rihanna versus Beyonce is for R and B one. Yeah. You don't think so? <laughs> no one. I'm getting I'm getting no faces. No one wants to see that. I don't. I, I don't really think. Why? You know what? I do. I do because it'll be a battle of the Navy versus the Hive. And they've they've kind of sidestepped it, but the other side of me does not want to see black women fighting each other. And I feel like that's what that comes Why down to. Why are we saying fight? Because Why? they are vicious with they each got other. Some tribes, Listen, they, those they're, tribes they're, are they're, they're rabid. That, that navy goes hard for Rihanna, and that beehive is. Listen, you can, you cannot say anything bad nope. about Beyonce. Without that beehive coming to attack you. Yes. Uh, yeah. Shout I, out nobody, Kyrie Pearl. Listen, no I, Kid Rock. Do you remember when Kid, I think it would be the biggest versus. Easily the biggest verses of all time. Like, yeah, well, yeah. just because Beyonce is on it and Rihanna, but like, aside from that, if it was just like their music, it's like, meh. I mean, personally, I'm not a Beyonce fan. I think their fans would kill it for neither us. Am I. I really? think their fans would kill the experience. The I agree. Okay, so I flamed out there. Next up, <laughs> no, you didn't <laughs> flame out. It's my hip hop. You shouldn't be looking for likes. <laughs> not for the likes, trust man. me. I get it. Ain't no one liking me. So my hip hop one. So I think the question was dead or alive. Yeah. So I'm going dead. Out. Tupac versus Big would be my dead or alive. Like Biggie's gonna beat him again. Okay. First of all, oh, yeah. I need y'all to chill on that Biggie taking pot talk. Okay. I'm surprised you didn't say anything about my Freddie Gibbs take last week, or you didn't listen to the podcast. She didn't listen. Yeah. She clearly. Because then she would have boxed me hear, right behind. Right. The I didn't hear all of it, but now that you said that, I'm going right back to listen to it. I'm gonna save up some heat for you on the next podcast, anyways. So yeah, that's I, my hip hop. I'll say it again right now. Okay. Because you really Stop. why though? Do you, is it? And I, I'm asking because. Every every Biggie birthday, every Tupac anniversary, it's always those two. So why do you want to see the battle? Is it because you've you've wondered who would win it, or is it do you want to settle something once and for all? Is so that a bad I think, question? To ask? I think I think for me, it's be, so it might go back to Jeezy Gucci. It was a real beef. Yeah, like it wasn't it wasn't fake. There was hatred. 
so maybe maybe it's the maybe it's the asshole in me who just wants to see like <laughs> oh Biggie crush him or pot crush it like you hmm. know maybe it's something like that but could I challenge that yeah go go ahead with all like I get it was a beef at the time but yeah. I feel like the documentaries Biggie didn't hate him. So I feel like it was a one-sided beef that didn't need to mm. be. You I know wish. what I mean? And I think maybe it's my 47-year-old self, though, versus my... I don't think Bad Boy... I, I do not. I don't think Bad Boy had any love for Death Row. None at None. all. No, but I'm talking about... But but I'm talking about Big's relationship with Tupac. They were friends before... They, they were friends it, before and that's they what I'm talking pulled about. into the vortex, They got though. pulled and, and... They did, and they it was did. more of yeah. their camps that was hyping up the beef right. more so than but, the two of them individually. And I've not seen documentation of Biggie's animosity being returned. The same... Not to the... Like, we all saw how Biggie was like... I mean, how Tupac, Tupac. was like, fuck Biggie, fuck, fuck Death Row. I, I just mean, didn't think it was to the same level. But you back. know why though? When you believe in your heart that somebody shot you, or your your camp, your people came after you to take your life, you gonna have that kind of animosity, whether or not that person saying it wasn't me or not. Like when you believe in your heart of hearts that you were trying to end my existence, and I get it. Experiential. I mean, <laughs> no, and I get that he felt that. Don't go I'm just all saying, on he didn't it. feel it in return. <laughs> okay, okay. I think it's do- like because even the, the the I got a story to tell. Mm-hmm. His mom was saying like Biggie like they. It just feels like we've got now repeated footage of them saying mm-hmm. we never understood why he hated us. It like we had nothing to do with the shooting. So I just feel like that battle today. Yes, you'd have his anger. You'd have Tupac's anger, but I think Biggie would be like, "Okay, I'll I'll deal with you, but I didn't earn that all of mm. it." Because he he still felt and and stuck by it long after the guy's death. That and, and he I, and I think more of it too was like even after he was shot, like Biggie came to the studio after the record, and it was like, "Where where was the love? Like your your peeps were involved in a shooting that I was in, but you didn't you weren't there. Like you didn't reach out. Like I felt it was more of like." A crushed brotherhood. It was like, yo, we were mm. boys. Like, you slept on my couch. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How could you not be there for me after something like that? You didn't even call off your boys to say, like, listen, don't touch him. Like, that's my boy type of thing. It was like, you, it's like you, almost like you stood by let it and let it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, question do we have to, like, would it even be taught, like, does the shootings and the violence even have to come into it? Or what if they just went song for song for song? Because, like, right. you said, like, it was so obvious how you said, oh, Big would crush him. And then Sha went, no, no, like there's going to be a lot of like there like would be a could, ton of that. I don't even think you could go song. Their their styles are just so different. Like for you to go song for song. Mm. He's crushing him still. Sorry. I, yeah, I just I, I, I unfortunately And I don't and I don't hate Biggie. Like I I love Biggie's yeah. music. I don't hate him. But like I don't know to put them together like if you're literally just going song for song, the styles are just so different. Mm. I don't think it would okay, match. Okay, so who up. would you be? Who would or who would mind be? Um for R&B, I would say, I want to see Chris Brown and Usher. That's great. No, because both of their catalogs. I agree. Are, I would watch it. Both of their catalogs yeah. are phenomenal. You think Chris Brown has a bigger catalog than Usher? Chris Brown's catalog is phenomenal. It's deep. It's deep. And and so is Usher's. They both have bangers. I go Usher. They're both performers. They're both dancers. Like, I would love to see a live thing with them, mm. having them dance perform. Like, that would be amazing. And they've been on tracks together. Yeah. I think it would be a celebration. That would be, mm. that'd be amazing. Mm. My other one, a hip-hop one, I would see, I would like to see J. Cole and Kendrick. 
Well, I, I don't think that's going to end up being fair. <laughs> you want, you, why? why? Why do you want J. Cool to get hurt like that? Stop. Listen, I, if you're, listen, I feel like you're just saying that because Kendrick has more popular songs. No, 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 no. What? No, like I think he does have more popular. Yeah, songs. More, Kendrick, popular yeah. songs, more popular but songs, Kendrick, but I think Kendrick's flow is tighter. No, no, I, no, no. I listen, don't think I'm the J. Flow Cole is tighter. all the way, man. No, I actually like if J. You Cole's to, style, but yeah. I do think Kendrick has the better library if you in the listen, better catalog. He, I mean, I've he tried. does more popular, but if you listen to J. Cole's tried. album beginning to end, like I have tried. Come on, there's no Lord denying knows that. I have tried. Like really? when, when my brother is hitting me up and saying you need to listen to this, Yo. I was like, mm, yeah, I, I something, what? something about him. I don't know. Oh my gosh. No, it was just me. It's- but Kendrick is my number three, so Tupac wouldn't even be in my ten. I need so- you to stop, okay? Thanks. <laughs> I, I so- would act. I would actually agree. With- something for a different day, but I would agree that Tupac's not in my top ten. MCs. But this dude said Diller last week. Wasn't even in his 10 in terms of producers. No, he's not in my top five. I don't think Dilla would be in my five Oh, my God. I can't right now. Discussion for another day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Dream match. (laughs) Dream match, actually for me, was it should have been Jay versus Snoop. I really feel that we've mm. been robbed okay. by not having Jay-Z mm. versus Snoop. Okay. Because a lot when, the, when they were starting, every, one of the, the, the repeated questions, who could go against Jay? Mm. Nas. You, no. Nas. No. I don't. Yeah. I, don't I would put Nas. And continue Nas that ether. Obvious, and, oh, but geez, I don't. I, I, think that. That, I think that after ether, there's such a drop with Nas that, yeah. that it's not fair. But you and could I say think after Doggy Style, there was Snoop. Kind, Snoop he, did have a couple of He hits, has a but couple. Like, and, like, and I think that he had features yeah, coming say, on. Yeah, features. yeah, it was more features. And I think his features, because let's be honest, yeah. Jay after Kingdom Come and really like 444, after that, it was all features. What is but that was like a conscious like, effort. He did say, like, I'm retiring. Like, yeah, I'm not yeah, putting yeah. out no more albums. And, and Snoop's gone through his reggae yeah. phases and his different... I just oh, think... We have Liger. Snoop versus Snoop Lions. <laughs> 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 I just oh. think that... We might as well bring out Eddie Murphy then. It's dance hall versus oh. party all the time. Yeah, that's what you're saying. And it's, it's you know, they hit the same decades. Yeah. Like, you, you know, and I just feel like... It was really who could go against Jay. And to me, it was only Snoop that... that Mm. That has a library mm. that can do it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And, and then my dream one dead is Prince versus, and I have not got the right person for Prince to go against. Well, I think Michael Jackson draw Prince in there. No, no. one's an artist. I don't even think that's fair. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. That's like saying Erica Badu versus Beyonce. Yeah. Like Beyonce's an entertainer. I'd watch that. I, okay. I wouldn't. <laughs> but who would you have Prince go against? I don't even. Who could go against Prince? Think, no, see, that's no, what I get. Yeah, no, with. nobody can. I don't go think against anybody him. could go against. Like, him. Oh, you know who would, would think Michael they Jackson could? not crush Prince? What are you what? talking about? I'm not even. I'm not. What like, are you talking? You know, about? I don't really understand no, no. something I think here. Michael even would if you crush put Prince. no, you got to take into consideration also. Prince is a songwriter, and he wrote for yeah. like even yeah, if you added all the songs he wrote and the the man single handedly. Created neo soul. I don't care what anybody says. But here, it's been Michael done. Michael Jackson too. created Thriller. Like the <laughs> I know. only thing he's created is Usher and Crew and Chris <laughs> Brown. Come oh, on. No, no, but they—they're a viable product. They're, they're that's a viable. Yes, they're entertainers, you know, yeah. but they're not influencers. 
They but haven't influenced music. I don't think Chris Brown would win this battle. No, but you know what? Oh, Chris Brown. Sorry. I don't Prince. think Prince would win this battle. I hear. I I still remember back when I used to still club and I'd go to old school parties. They yeah, had still. Michael well, they versus Prince. Yes. I was there. Scratch happened. used to do the, those yes, parties. I was yes. at that amnesia. Uh, okay. Six, it did break up. But up until that point, Michael yeah. was winning. Like, it, surprisingly... Michael yeah. was winning, but I do. I yeah, because I, mean, I still give Prince the edge. Hit. But I if mean, I don't think it would be that far. If off. you go hit for hit, Michael wins. No, I don't think he wins clear cut because there's a lot really? of Michael songs I'm not in love with. I never liked you the way you make me feel. It's Prince trash. had like three phases, like the Beatles. <laughs> Michael had one phase. That's true. That's true. Very like, true. That is true. Talk about Michael had one phase that he tried to stretch three decades. It's true. Now, if you said off more the wall was better than songs. Thriller, yes, no, yes, Are you- I don't agree. No, off the wall was better. Go check no. off the wall again, man. No. Thriller was uh, Thriller was a Thriller hit was machine it. and overproduced. No, 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 no. I'm not going to call. I wouldn't it that say either. overproduced. No, 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 no. Okay. It was but a part of its off time. The wall was, it, sure. It was. I'm not saying there wasn't bad songs on Thriller. I'm just saying off the wall. Better. When you look at Thriller, though, Thriller, like, when when you were a kid and that video came out for that song, Thriller, obviously, like, that was an event. Right. But, well, Jay? Was Purple Rain an event? Yes. Are you absolutely. Excuse me? I, I am personally offended. I thought Thriller was a bigger event. Like, no, no, no. Purple no, no, Rain no, was actually no, a no. whole movie. No. It was a whole movie. <laughs> Thriller was no, a video, man. an extended video. Yes. But I'm not Purple deny. Rain was a whole movie and a soundtrack. Yeah. And, you know, maybe nameless actresses getting pushed into the stratosphere with popularity. Maybe it's when I was a kid, like, I love, like, Nightmare on Elm Street and rah, rah, but... I like thriller for me was that was an all there's no taking away what thriller was. Thriller was amazing. It 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 set a precedence for videos. People are still doing the dances now. Of course. I did it in high school. Dance right now. Nobody. But you know what though? I think too, the differences between off the wall. What's wrong with you? I just think Michael, if you went hit for hit, I think Michael takes him. Oh lord. I think if you're just looking at maybe popularity. Then Michael maybe has more popular yes. songs. Uh, so I guess this, what's your definition of verses? I, mean, I thought yeah. like. It is a battle of the hits. It started yeah. as battle of hits. Now right. after. Yeah. It's true. Like Jill and Erica. So this, just to bring it back, Jill and Erica, like the way they talked about how the songs were created. Yeah. And what they were doing and how they're like, they, sh- like that was the demarcation point for me before Jill and Erica and after. Yeah. Mm. Because they. They changed the whole game. But yeah. before that, it was definitely, okay, you play your hit, I'll play mine. People, I have sat there for RZA versus Primo, just tallying. Oh, yeah, one for RZA, two for RZA, one for Primo. Yeah. So right. I think if you went hit for hit, I still say Michael wins. Okay, so based on that criteria then, right? We were talking mm. about more of the music influence, yeah. right? And their influence and yeah, if you're just the doing, ripples I guess, that have that, come out then from maybe. there. Um, so <laughs> mine is going to be super contrarian. Oh, God. Shocker. Being on brand. Uh, Here we go. So what I would, you know what I would love to see from an R&B standpoint? And you're going to appreciate half of this. Okay. Donny Hathaway versus Dwelly. And I'm not even talking mm-hmm. about the library. I'm just talking about the two they're, of them singing because their styles are so yeah. similar. Because when I listen to Dwelly, I, I no, hear Donny. Right? <laughs> so that would be mine. Yeah. From um, 
a hip hop perspective, um, because I'm such a big tribe fan, I would want to see Little Brother versus Slum Village, like personally, right? Yeah. Similar styles, okay. but yeah. that's what I'd like to see. It's not right? crazy yeah. in terms of mine. Um, guys, it's been an hour already. Really? Can I, can I ask one question? Who would your rock and roll verses be? Ooh. Oh my god! Oh, and like I'm not like I. I so just while you guys think about it, so I would love to see like hit no, for hit, is, is, is. hit for hit. Like I, I like the where I grew up. Like I would love to see Metallica versus Guns N' Roses. Hit for hit. That would be mine. Metallica and Guns N' Roses. Yeah, versus Guns N' Roses. Do you want me to tell you what yours is going to be? I'm dying to hear what you think mine is going to be. <laughs> Let's. I, I feel like. Um. Uh, what is it? Ciara and uh, Thingam on Valentine's Day. No, it's Day it's, it's, <laughs> it's Stones versus Beatles because you'd want to settle that once and for all. First of all, young okay. lady. I know you're going to say Beatles win. No, but, but the Stones are, they aren't even in the pantheon of it. Would be Led Zeppelin versus Beatles, not the Stones. Stones is overrated. Okay, like the so it would be somebody versus the Beatles. Guys, so no. I had it half right. No, I did not. Okay. For me, it would be. Pixies versus Interpol. And I know that is... That's punk. No, who's punk? Isn't that punk rock? No, it's okay. not. Okay. Um, but it'd be Pixies, Interpol. Okay. You asked me, I had to go off the beaten path. You? Anything? I don't rock. know who the okay. Pixies are. Me neither. Oh, for rock? Um, I would... I'd like to see a Blue-Eyed Soul kind of showdown. Maybe. Oh, like a Hall & Oates versus... Not Lisa Stansfield versus like... Sheena Easton? No. For Blue Eyed Soul. Amy Amy Winehouse versus Lisa Stansfield? I don't know. Oh, Tara Camp versus Lisa Stansfield? Tara Camp's a one hit wonder who I saw in concert <laughs> in 1990, <laughs> summer 91, only because she was the opener. Okay. But yeah. No, um, Duran Duran versus somebody. Culture Club? I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. I could do a Duran Duran versus Culture Club. Okay. I do like Guns N' Roses, but I would maybe do. Maybe a Guns N' Roses and Aerosmith. Okay. I'd probably do that. Okay. All right. See that? Yeah. Cool. Nobody's doing a U2 versus? I, we can do old U2 versus new U2. Free Unforgettable Fire and after Unforgettable Fire. Maybe down the middle in terms of Joshua Tree. But now we're getting really deep. Mm. So, guys, thank you. This was absolutely cool. I mean, usually I have three blocks for this, but we only had two blocks. <laughs> and none so, of them. Yeah, I know. Jay, you're like, we're going to run over. So, um, this was great. I hope to see you all back here. This was a lot of fun. I hope you had some definitely. fun. It was definitely. And um, for another week, signing off. Tell these guys to like, subscribe, get it popping. Yes. Like, like and subscribe. subscribe. Like and subscribe. Slay like it subscribe. with flowers. Yes. And 1990 Studios, our home. Daps to Chris, a.k.a. Jamie. Doing a great job, buddy. All right. So for Go Bills. Oh, boy. Go Steelers. Oh, I forgot we do that. You want to do it in unison? Three, two, one. Go, Go Eagles. Eagles. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys later for another week. Signing off. Yeah.